0: Hello and welcome to Let's Be
1: Frank. Episode three already. Gosh, time goes too fast, doesn't it? It does. So this is Let's Be Frank. We're your hosts. I'm MK. And I'm Shay. And today
0: we're breaking down, as always, getting right down, deep down into the question. But
1: before we get into today's question, I think that we want to change up the lulls a little bit. And we want to be covering off a bit of a icebreaker. A bit of a get-to-know-us and who we are and just random shite about us, really.
0: (laughs) Random shite, okay. What have you got for me today, Michaela?
1: I want to know two things that you don't like that you pretend to like. And what I mean by this are, there are so many things that we're like, oh yeah, I'm all about that, I love that, when really, you aren't all about it and you freaking hate it. Yeah, okay, so, first things that come to
0: mind, okay, I've already got two actually. That was quick. Yeah, well, I have thought about this topic before. (laughs) So first one is snorkeling. Oh! I used to love snorkeling as a younger girl. But I think maybe a year or two ago I was doing it and I was like, I actually don't like this. And I think it's because it's never been as good as it was when I first started doing it. Because mainly a lot of the reefs are, you know, dying and things. And also depending where you're doing it. I mean, normally it's in tropical places, but you get cold and then I've got quite long hair and then my hair gets stuck in my goggles and then my snorkel gets water in it and I can't breathe properly and my hair gets all tangled and then I end up just getting the shits. So that's my first one. I'll get to my second one in a minute, but what's yours?
1: Okay, so I've taken a bit of a different route on this one and one that I'm going to say that I don't really like, but I feel in certain situations I have to pretend to like is champagne and prosecco. It's the party drink, it's the drink that everybody's like, let's celebrate, let's have champagne. And I'm like, yeah, cool, look at me, I'm so grown up and fancy. And then I have it and I'm like, this tastes like shit. But you indulged in a few of those on the weekend, I'm sure of it. Oh I definitely did, because everybody else's and then I'm like, oh yeah, well I don't want to be annoying. <laughs> and then I get the worst hangover from hell. I
0: know, I know. I witnessed that uh, a few times with you.
1: Mm.
0: I don't get hangovers, so. Lucky for some.
1: (laughs) What's your second one?
0: Second one is theatre shows. Oh. I always think, oh, I'm going to love the theatre. It's going to be so cool. It's going to be so fancy. Go to the theatre. And I sit there and I always think, why am I
1: here? What kind of theatre are you talking about? Like musicals. The musicals? Yeah, musicals. So like when we went to see The Lion King and I we weren't like it. enjoying it and then we got told off for talking. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it. I don't like it. And maybe it's because
0: a lot of the shows you go and see are ones that you already know what's happening.
1: So it's like watching mm. a movie and a movie and a movie again. Yeah, but did you see Wicked? Yeah, and I loved Wicked. Because it's different because you hadn't seen the movie. Yeah. Mm. And also out. it was in London and I was happy, you know. Yeah, okay. So if you're on holiday, it's different. Yeah. Mm, true.
0: And also I think... In Melbourne, we get so spoiled for choice with uh, shows and cultural events and that type of thing.
1: Yeah. Mm. And what about you? What's your second? My second is another item of food and drink. Well, look at you. you I know. you <laughs> Or not so. Fussy little snob. And it's, again, a, a real delicacy, which is brie and camembert. You know when everyone's like, oh my god, I love cheese. I love brie. I love camembert. I don't mind it, but I hate the white stuff around it question Mm. you like baked
0: brie and camembert though don't you yes
1: i do because then you can sort of pick out the melted middle part of it rather than having to like eat the white Mm, stuff that's like paper Mm. my mouth is literally just watering right now thinking back to that beautiful melted
0: brie cheese we had on the weekend cheese though so good so good
1: anyway let's get down to business let's talk about the real deep question that i have for today which is, are you really as old as you feel? Okay,
0: so there's many different directions that question can be taken. So what do you mean? The
1: reason that I think so much about this question is because for a lot of my life, I've always been fixated around the the idea of age. And I'm always asking people, how old are you? How old are you? And I really care about how old someone is and at what point they are in their life for doing something. And I think it comes down to, comparison of am I on the right track am I behind where am I at what is going on in terms of where everybody else is at okay so you're kind of comparing
0: yourself in age so say for example everyone at 25 is married with kids and you're not so you're sort of trying to compare yourself is that sort of what
1: you mean or I don't know it's just the idea that I've always been fixated around how old everyone is and as soon as I hear about somebody or I meet someone new I just want to know as soon as I've met them how old they are and I think the idea did come from when I used to compare myself a lot I've gotten a lot better at that with age funnily enough but I did used to have that feeling of oh well, god if you don't have your shit together by the time you're 30 what are you doing mm. but the closer you get to 30 the more you think oh no they're still moving parts, like life still goes on and the, the older I get, almost the more I feel okay with it.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it, that particular topic of age because like I said, there's so many different avenues um, that you can veer off to in that. One thing I kind of think is back to when I was younger and, and you're you know as a teenager or in your 20s, you sort of think, yeah, like you say, at 30, you should have your life sorted. You should know who you are, what you want, Um, you should be married with children and have all the things, right? That's what we all sort of think. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting because I think as you do get older, you realise, like you were saying, Michaela, no, that's not how it works. That's not how life works. It's like you've got a preconceived idea of how things should be. But like I always say, fuck the shoulds. And live how you want to live. Mm. Totally. But that brings me to another point too. I remember when I was younger and it was when... I think I must have been 17, 18 and I just started drinking and going to bars and clubs and I was sitting having a beer with dad and we were talking about what you get out of life and getting older and I said how can your life be fun? Like the biggest thing I look forward to is the weekends and going out and having fun with my friends and because it's a whole new experience that I had never had before and now you know what am I 32 now so What, 20, help me with the maths, Michaela, 22 years ago, 22. Wait, how old
1: did you say you were, 17? Yeah, 17, 18. And now you're 32. (laughs) It's not 22 years. (laughs) It's not 22 years, because we go 17 plus 10 is 27, so then add 3, 13, 15 years ago. 15 years ago, okay. It shouldn't have taken us that long, but we were not ace at maths. No, but we got there in the end. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, 15 years ago, and it's interesting how your life changes and getting how your, I don't want to say life changes, how you get older and things mean different things to you.
1: Yeah, and you get excited for different things. You know, you appreciate different things. You know, I remember Dad would say, yeah, but as you get older, you appreciate whether it be, you know, having accomplished something or Mm -hmm. your garden or something that you've put work into or you learn new things and I thought oh how boring I don't want to do the garden I want to go I out know. and party yeah and now I kind of find myself and I'm in my late 20s and I find myself feeling that sense of accomplishment and not necessarily getting excited to just go out and get wasted exactly
0: right like yeah
1: I everybody knows I love a wine like the next person
0: however I like to do something before I reward myself with that so that it's that sense of accomplishment and
1: so going back to my original question of, are you really as old as you feel? How old do you feel? Well, I'm going to hit you with another question there. Mm-hmm. Does it really matter how old you feel? No, but everybody, every like that comes into everything. You know, there's so many sayings around. Oh, well, you're only as young as you feel, and you're only as young as the person you're feeling. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I know, there's
0: all those little things. But that's all expectations that we put on people. Just because I'm 32 and have done different things in my life doesn't mean
1: that I should feel old or young. Okay, so age feels different to everyone and every age is going to feel different to each person. Mm -hmm. I get that. Mm -hmm. But for you, how old do you feel right now? I don't feel like I'm 32, put it that way. <laughs> but
0: we always think that. I mean, you talk to a 50-year-old and they'll say, oh, I still feel like I'm in my 30s.
1: I know, everybody says it, but do you actually feel it?
0: I don't know. Some days I look in the mirror and I think, fuck, Shay, you're looking old, bitch. <laughs> like, but that's oh. looking, not feeling. But not feeling, like because it's the same thing. Like You look in the mirror and you're like, I feel tired, I look old. I feel like an old bag. Do you know what I mean? Like, that all comes in together. But then in saying that, if I look back and think about my 20s, or when I was a teenager like we were talking about before, I would never have thought that I would be doing what I'm doing at 32. In what way? Well, you sort of think, like I said before, you think, oh, you'll be married, you'll have children, you'll be settled down. That's what you sort of do in your 30s. Mm. But
1: I've come to realise that that's not me. No, and what you want changes throughout your life as you get older as well. Exactly right, because you learn
0: your lessons. You need to learn and the time that you need to learn them in. Mm -hmm. So because I've learned a lot of lessons over the last, you know, two two to four years,
1: and now I'm 32, some people might not learn some of the lessons that I learned until later on in life. So then with that, if you think of every age that you've had, what ages hold real significance to you? of either a favourite age or an age where you're like, that's when I woke up and had my, I know who I am, or something happened. I've got a couple of good ages.
0: Uh, 28 was a real standout year for me, mainly because I achieved a huge goal, which was going and travelling. And for me, that was something that was always so important to me. Even when I was a little girl at school, I remember thinking, I want to travel the world. It was always so, such a priority and so important to me. Buying a house and doing all that shit didn't really fight my boat. But I wanted to go and experience and, and explore the world. And I got to do that at 28. So that was a real mm-hmm. change change in time. Well, not change in time, but uh, one of my best years. Mm-hmm. And I think I changed as a person too during that year. And, and all the things I experienced and all the things I saw.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that, uh, yeah, standout year, 28. But also I think, and I always say this to people, going into your early 30s and turning 30, was for me a really big change and I learned a lot. I think I really did realize, like I said before, who I was and what I wanted. And th- being in my early 30s have been some of the hardest but some of the best times of my life as well. Mm. How about you? Mine was pretty,
1: yeah. <laughs> How about you? No, yours was good because I think it was a good kind of transition of different feelings and, first of all, like achievements and then also. Waking up and feeling yourself change at 30, and I think a lot of people saw you change at 32, which is really interesting. For me, there's three significant ages that I always call on, and that is 22. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. 22. Anyway, 22, it would have been horrific singing because we are the worst singers, so we won't put you through that again. But 22, I feel like everything happened for me at 22. And also, I feel like I knew everything back then. I had all the confidence in the world. Like, who wouldn't hire me? And who wouldn't want to date me? And I'm amazing. (laughs) And I look back and I go, but you didn't know anything about anything. But anyway, I love that girl and I love how much confidence she had. So that year, everything happened for me in the sense that I graduated, I moved countries, I got my first job, I moved in with a boyfriend, like, Everything happened in that sense, so it was a very memorable year and a a real coming of age year and time <laughs> for me. 22? At twenty two, at twenty two, yes. Um. So that's always that that age that I think back to, and when people say, you know how you just said before, oh, I still feel twenty one. For me, it's I always say, oh, I still feel twenty two. I do not say twenty one. I thought you said twenty one. No. Oh no. No 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 no. When old people say. Oh no, I said 30. I'm 50 and I still feel 30. Oh, okay. I feel like a lot of people say 21, but anyway, off topic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Gotta throw an argument in. There we are, sisters, after all. Exactly. The next age was a bit more of a sad one for me, and it was one where I felt really, really lost and really confused. And that came a few years later at the age of 25. And I've spoken to a lot of people about this, and I've written a lot about it and I talk about it a lot, which is I had a bit of a what I've called a life crisis at 25 or I think I called it the the menopause of your 20s and I had a moment of I have no idea who I am, what I want, what is going on for me and what is the point of life and I just felt extremely lost and like I really needed to dig deep and work a whole lot of things out about myself and I think that also ties in with our topic today because a lot of people were doing different things at 25 than I was and I felt behind and I think with that it, it started a real exploratory cycle and a lot of changes happened from there and then lastly just a really fun one was 27 has been my favorite age so far I just had so much fun and I just felt like I was really living in the moment and doing exactly what you what I would expect 27 to look like looked like for me
0: Mm-hmm.
1: yeah and I know
0: we often talk about that and about how much 27 has been such a great year for you and how you've had so much fun and just instead of being on a, and I say this often to people, stop running towards
1: the destination and enjoy the journey. And I think that that's truly what you did during your year. I did. During and the, the amount of times that I would find myself in a, in a moment, whether it be you know in a circle of friends or at a festival or just in a moment and I just go, I am alive. I know. And it is one of the greatest
0: feelings, and I've had that feeling too, where you stand there and you look at what you're doing and it could be being overseas and on and, and looking at an amazing landscape or being at a crowded festival or walking down the
1: street and you look up and you think, I'm fucking living right now. Yeah. This is amazing. <laughs> exactly. And there were definitely so many of those moments and it made that turning to the next stage of 28 a little bit like, oh, I don't want to let go of 27 because I've been so alive. But it kind of brings me to that quote of you are, you've never been older than you are today and you will never be younger than you are today. It's a great quote. Yeah. And it's so true as well. And, and I often think that sometimes too, when
0: you leave these fun times behind, I don't want to say, that sounds so wrong. Because we're not leaving them behind, but we've experienced them. And And they become a memory. And they become a memory. And now it's opening you up to another whole other world of other exciting, different things. Because you
1: cannot keep doing the same thing. And everyone is going to have those significant ages at various different points in their life. And, you know, it could be in your teens. It could even be in your younger years. And we'll continue to have those really significant years too, which is what I guess makes life so exciting. Within that age
0: question that you've asked, there's something that's been playing on my mind as we have been talking about that. What about, has age changed? And so what I mean by that is, you know how people say, oh, 40 is the new 50? Or 50 is the new 40?
1: Or orange is the new black.
0: (laughs) or, Or 30 is the new 20. I don't know. You know what I'm saying. So we all have these and we see them all the time on socials about... 20 things I wish I knew when I was 40, or 30, or whatever the fucking age is. Do we think that has changed, though? So do we think, okay, at 20, 20 20-year-olds now know much more than I knew at 20, because of socials, because of media, because times have changed.
1: Okay, I'm going to get a little bit scientific here as well. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if scientific's the right word. I've just made myself sound super intelligent, though. But... It is the evolution of the human, of the human species, in the sense of, because we are now living longer, you are going to learn things, you're going to learn more sooner, but also with technology, we have so much more access to things. So therefore, our brains are growing so that we can, (laughs) so that really... (laughs) Well, I hope so. Um, so we can then hold and retain a lot more inf- information because we have access to so much more information. So somebody mm, 100 years ago, we're probably learning as much as they learn in a lifetime within 30 years.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And there's, well, there's research behind that. You've only got to see the, the facts and the figures that come out about that. You know, when they talk about kids at school these days, how much more information they're exposed to mm-hmm. than we would even have been in, in a year that they get in a month or whatever the bloody stats Absolutely. are. Like, a stance, girl, but, but
1: can we even remember though, when we had homework to do and let's say it was researching World War I or World War Two? I remember looking up the encyclopedias and Britannica. I know. We
0: there was no internet. Google, yeah, there was and no I was like, okay, Google. <laughs> well, now you don't even need to type, you just walk in and say, okay, Google, when was World War Two
1: and what happened? Exactly. And it's all there for you, so it's. So is that making us dumber too, though? I think it's it's two different things. We have access to a lot more information, but things are a lot easier. Therefore, we become lazy. Yeah, and I suppose that brings me to another point as well.
0: Being, even though, at twenty, you know, twenty-year-olds or teenagers are consuming a lot more information than we were in our. Teenage years, now 20s. Oh, you are still in your 20s. What am I talking about? Just. Just. (laughs) Just. I mean, I am an elder millennial. Are you? You are a young millennial. No, you're not.
1: You're an elder millennial too. No, I'm like a mid-millennial.
0: Okay, cool. Whatever. We're millennials still. Younger kids, so I don't even know what the bloody generations are called, but, you know, teenagers and kids in their early 20s, they're saying now can't interact socially like we could. So even though they've got a lot more... Technology and a lot
1: more information being given to them, it's falling by the wayside in other areas. Mm. And that'll be really interesting to see how that plays out over the coming decades.
0: Mm. Exactly right. I mean, I was just having a discussion the other day. 2020 is next year.
1: I know. 2020 is next year. We are nearly about to finish another decade. I know. We are like two months away from finishing another decade. And that is scary. Oh, I can still remember, like the year two thousand, when the world was going to. And end. I had this ugly green jersey on, and we were on
0: TV. Do you remember? Yes, we were on the news. <laughs> anyway, great quote for this. Ho- that'll wrap up this whole discussion that we've spoken about today. Uh, it's one of those quotes where I've seen it a million times before. Um, I've written it down. I've sent it to other people because I think it's so such a poignant. Is that the right word?
1: Um, I don't know how to say that word. Oh Well, everybody should hopefully know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, Michaela, I'm going to hand it over to you. Yes, I love this quote. I have seen it so many times, and I think I first came across it on LinkedIn, but I refer back to it all of the time, and it comes into so many conversations. And here it is. Obama retired at 55, while Trump started at 70. Sydney is three hours ahead of Perth, but that doesn't make Perth slow. Someone graduated at the age of 22, but waited five years before securing a good job. Someone became a CEO at 25 and died at 50, while another became a CEO at 50 and lived to 90 years. Someone is still single while someone else got married. Everyone in this world works based on their zone, their time zone. People around you might seem to be ahead of you and some might seem to be behind you, but everyone is running their own race in their own time. But not, sorry, do not envy them and do not mock them. They are in their time zone and you are in yours. Life is about waiting for the right moment to act. So relax. You're not early. You're not late. You are very much on time.
0: I really love that quote. I think it's, it's gonna be really powerful, and it it sort of brings uh, back into everything we sort of talk about often, which is, and I've said it just before when I was going through some of my years. You need to learn the lessons in the time that you need to learn them in, so you can't be in anyone else's lane. You have to be in your own lane.
1: Mm.
0: What someone learns at twenty, you might learn at thirty, or vice versa. So don't be afraid. Take the risks that you need to take. Live your life. Don't let your life live you. Because life is not happening to you, it's happening for you.
1: Very powerful. We are all running our own races and we are all in our own time zones. And whether that means you have a child at 25, 35, 45, that is your life and you do that how you want to do it, or you don't have a child at all. There is no right or wrong. There is only your life Mm -hmm. and the time that it needs to happen for you exactly because that's the one thing you can't
0: control is timing
1: so don't get so caught up in it don't be like me and be so caught up in how old everyone is and comparing yourself like I used to just know that you are where you need to be at that exact moment in time Mm -hmm. so Michaela does that answer your question do you think it does yeah
0: and so you're walking away with you know a little bit of pot of gold, do you think? Some wee nuggets there? I
1: think so, and I just find the topic fascinating. I love, like I say, I'm obviously fascinated by age, (laughs) and I love talking about it, so I've really enjoyed this conversation. Oh, good, good to hear.
0: I hope you have too. So, recommendations.
1: Rico Rico's. What have you got for me this week? Okay, my recommendation this week is a TV show that you actually recommended to me, (laughs) and it is on Netflix. It's eight episodes, and it's called Unbelievable. It's got Tony Collette in it, and it's a mini series. And it's actually inspired by true events about multiple women in America who had been raped, and their stories were almost unbelievable. Now, I'm not going to go into any more detail than that, because I don't want to spoil it, but the acting and the storyline is phenomenal. I cannot stop thinking about it. So go and watch it.
0: Yeah, I would definitely recommend that being that I have been recommending that to to a lot of people as well and uh, in a few weeks time we're actually going to be dropping an episode based on Unbelievable and
1: how women and men approach things differently. And that's a good thing to look out for when you're watching it as well just to preface, Shailia told me to watch out for that prior to watching and I found it quite fascinating having that in my mind while watching it. Mm. So we hope you can join us in a few weeks time when we drop that episode and give you enough time to binge watch that. Indulge. I watched (laughs) half of it last night and I will be watching the other half tonight, I'm sure. Yeah. So Shaylee, what is your recommendation? So my recommendation is a show to actually (laughs) look
0: at that. Um, And it's something that you've recommended to me. (laughs) Look at us go sharing all the shares
1: and actually doing what each other says or tells them to do, which we generally do. Yeah. In our own time. a bit of a So for me
0: this week, my recommendation is a TV show called The Hunting. Now, it is on SBS. So I don't know. Some of you may not listen to SBS or watch SBS. Um, so it's called The Hunting. It's on SBS On Demand. If you are in Australia, you just download the app and then you can send it through your Chromecast or however you watch your TV. Um, and it's based around a high school and basically messaging... Um, Naked photos or sexting, that type of thing. Nudes, nudes. That's the word I'm looking for. I <laughs> sound so old. Listen to me. <laughs> but it's based on that and how teenagers do that without even thinking what they're doing, um, and that, and the repercussions that it brings on people, and it really breaks it down into different different ethnicity groups and how they. Uh, deal with things. How different families deal with things. Different age groups deal with, deals with things.
1: And just how school is so different, perhaps, than what we realize, and how it is for for different families, different ethnic groups, and then also what it's like today, rather than what we when we were like at and school. And that
0: so fits in with, with what we've been discussing today too, with the time and the age and how things have changed. Exactly. I mean, when we were at high school, it wasn't like that. So <laughs> you had your black and white cell phones. So. <laughs> well, I didn't. I had one when I was 14 yeah I am a little bit older <laughs> but anyway I uh, would thoroughly thoroughly highly recommend the hunting on SBS on demand
1: perfect and one last thing make sure that you're following us on socials drop us a review subscribe to us on wherever you listen to your podcast whether it's Spotify or iTunes it really helps us out and we hope you enjoyed the episode thank you very much and bye see for now see you next time bye